Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawái es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Whether it's getting your child dressed, talking your baby out of a tantrum, or rushing your little one to the urgent care, mothers are constantly putting out fires. Today we talk about how we turn our little struggles into big wins and remind you that in your own way, you are the best mom ever. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Okay. Hello. I really needed this episode today. Yes, so it's welcome right on to point. Motherish <laughs> Moments. We wanted to have an episode to kind of do two things. One, vent a little bit because I think we all need it when we... So just so you guys know, like the way a lot of our topics come up, Pamela is the one who like, she comes up with ideas and topics for us. Because this is you. This is what you were feeling. Something inspired you for this. Yeah, I think... I don't know if it's the lack of therapy that I haven't been... <laughs> <laughs> to get back this to has it. replaced our therapist. Exactly, yes. <laughs> um, again, I think we all have good days and bad days. I think the last episodes have been very practical. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. shared a lot of tips and a lot of like... Again, topics that people are interested in and they have been, you know, asking about. So we wanted to provide that. But I think it's also been a while since we kind of opened up and Get we're real. a little bit more vulnerable. <laughs> I think both of us have had a few tough days. <laughs> you know, and again, we don't want this. We never want the podcast to kind of be like a complaining, venting No, but space. also that's part but of But that's it. why it's important um, to, you know, at the end of the day, I was reminding myself that, yes, it was a tough day. You struggled with this. But at the end of the day, Ford is fine. Mm. He's a great child. And, you know, it ends up being a big win. So, yeah, I kind of think it's it's you know it's, you're so optimistic. It's co we are committed to being <laughs> open about our struggles, you know, and I think a lot of moms could relate to that and connect with us when it comes to that. And again, it's not common because there's so much mom guilt, and you don't want to be the complainer. You know, it's very hard to find a safe space for you to open up and vent and complain about certain things. Yeah. But at the end, I think we all have to remind ourselves that you know we're doing. An we're amazing doing, job. We're doing the most, the best you guys. That we can. We're doing yes. the most. Okay, uh, motherish moments. Yes, yeah, so motherish moment of the week. So this week, 
Ford had two photo shoots. So funny. I always feel like I don't have enough pictures of him. And everyone's like, he's the most photographed child Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a one Every time I come over her house, there's a photo shoot happening. (laughs) No, to my defense, is part of a package that I bought when he was a newborn. Again, first time mom. He's a newborn. I'm obsessed with the pictures. This photographer is amazing. She has become a dear friend of mine. So, of course, I bought like one of those packages where I think I have it until he's two years old. Oh, wow. So, this is part of It goes on, guys. Yes. It's going to go on. So it was his fall season pictures. I bought his little like varsity sweater. He looked like a little man. And for so long, I loved dressing him like a baby baby, like the Spanier baby look. This is the first time that I kind of did like more of um, in her studio. American boy. Yeah, like American boy, you know, varsity (laughs) player. So cute. But I've learned that he's just not that into pictures. You know, my biggest fear is coming to reality. You know, he's not as patient. He gets very antsy. He wants to run away. How He wants to grab everything. So before, imagine we used to do like four changes in one hour. We did one, barely into the second one. And then he was off. He was like, I'm done. And even at home, it's funny. When he's dancing, I'm trying to grab something or, or, you know, capture a moment. He's like, "Mm!" he stops. Or he like tells me like, no, 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 no. Like, be lucky you could still choose what your child wears. I know. I I lost that battle. Which has been actually a very cute stage for Victoria. I know you're not. I'm glad you feel that way. Her entire closet is full of actually cute clothes that she refuses to wear. I feel like that's a great mother's moment. No, no. No, my mother's (laughs) moment is to take a moment and appreciate my oh my god are we going there yes sorry oh my god already i know we're I'm both so tired you guys we're I'm both so tired, tired and i'm, I'm hormonal so tired too and i'm also very hormonal which is why like this is a combination of shit that i'm like you catch me on a friday morning I'm i tired. know and it's raining here in miami it's like a little gloomy so get ready ladies no so this is for my my nanny I don't talk about her that much. I always refer to her, but like she's so core to my like Life well-being and, yeah. and my survival. Full transparency, we we have a wonderful nanny. Her name is Miriam. And she comes to the house Monday through Friday from nine to six. And she's just so helpful, like beyond. It's not like she just takes care of Victoria. Like she like takes care of me. Like she's like, I've been sick. As you guys know, I've been sick. Victoria's sick. I'm still sick. Victoria's still sick. It's just, it's so fucking long. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for the F-bomb. But, like, it's so, I'm so exhausted because, like, I haven't been able to stop doing everything else. I'm still working at 100%. I'm still doing all the other things that I normally do. And so I'm just tired. But, like, she gives me such peace of mind and relief. And I love her so much. You know, we've been doing a lot of, like, numbers. And because we're trying to figure out some stuff with our family budget. And, like... It's not easy to maintain, you know, this expense, but like I refuse to change it as for as long as I possibly can. And I I literally work to cover her salary, like period. I don't care. But she's just so helpful and she gives me so much peace of mind. And I'm just very grateful for her. And that's my motherish moment. She's amazing. She's a really good (laughs) person. And she, um, like she just messaged me. She's like, hey, I'm cleaning out the fridge. This pasta feels old. And I'm like, yes, girl, that pasta is very old. (laughs) Please throw it away. (laughs) She's just so nice. So Um, shout out to Miriam. And to all the Miriams out there, because I think we all don't give them maybe enough credit. We don't publicly thank them enough or as often as we should. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right, we can function no. without them. And I feel like, you know, I know she was out for a few days, yeah, a few weeks she, ago. Yeah, we had a COVID scare. And, and I think it's, that's when you... It's it was debilitating. Very, you know, <laughs> tough reminder of like how yeah. much we rely on the Miriams out there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. When something happens to your car, you might say... 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hacer tequila Don Julio es como escribir una carta de amor a México. Beber tequila Don Julio es como declarar ese amor al mundo entero. Don Julio es el tequila de lujo original, hecho con la misma pasión que recorre las raíces de nuestro país. Porque si no es por amor, ¿para qué? Consume responsablemente. Don Julio tequila, 40% alcohol por volumen 2020, importado por Diageo, America's New York, New York. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy, y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Why don't we start with you? I know that it, it's been a couple of tough weeks, and again, I think for everyone who has had a sick toddler or baby, it's the worst. It's really the worst. Like it's part of it, right? And like I always try to keep that perspective, and I'm gonna tune into Pamela's optimism here. That perspective of like. If she has a cold or if she has some sort of like virus or whatever, that's good actually because this is an opportunity for her to build her immune system and blah blah blah. But like it triggers me in so many different ways where I'm just like, oh my god, I want I want to make sure she's okay. And there's always that like sliver of fear in my head that I'm just like, I hope it's just a normal cold. I hope this isn't like the beginning of something else. And you know, your brain is like when you're tired, your mind can easily go into like dark places, which is why it's so important to like maintain your rest and your good health and. Everything, vitamins, probiotics, y'all, everything. everything. <laughs> But like, when you're not at 100%, your brain kind of just goes into dark places. And I think that's kind of what's been happening a little bit with me because I'm trying really hard at work to continue to like grow and do my very best. And it's almost like I found my mojo a little bit back at work and I was feeling so good about it. But then, you know, stuff at home gets something changes and then it throws everything off and you're like oh my god again but at the end of the day these couple of weeks with Victoria being sick and everything I've been just very focused on the fact that like she's healthy and she's in a good mood you know which is so I feel like such a moron complaining right yeah, but also you got mood. sick so I think physically yeah. having to we always talk about this like put the mask on first and then you can yeah. help someone else yeah, 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 and yeah, this yeah. is like the perfect example of that and right? Juan like imagine has been if you're not like, 100% it's hard to be able to provide and take care of other people yeah Juan has been like super supportive like on the weekends or whatever like Sunday basically like he was in charge of Victoria all day and because I was which, like by the way I did like a little survey like the other day with some girlfriends like oh what was your favorite episode like some people said the Juan and Umbrella. Paloma episode I love, I love <laughs> we're gonna guests. have them back my sister's back. coming into town for Halloween which is like well, I don't know when this episode would air but she'll be here in a few days so okay so we'll bring them, them back, back for an episode Juan's dying to come back he's like he's I so know everybody's I'm a asking huge about fan. if you don't follow him follow at Juan um, oh my god <laughs> So he's been super helpful and like do you feel now though best, like you know? mom always knows best though like do of you still find knows. yourself even when you're sick yes. that you're still micromanaging not micromanaging it's, okay so I've transitioned out of like micromanaging to like I let him like I let him I'll say no he does his <laughs> thing you know he does his thing with Victoria And it's not a straight road. It's a little rocky and stuff, you know, when they have to figure things out together. 
but she's fine, you know? It, it, whether she eats the best thing or the most or not, like, I really don't care. I, honestly, like, the other day was eight in the morning and I had to put eye drops in her and I gave her a lollipop. I've passed this level of like, oh my God, make sure you're eating this. Like, whatever, dude, whatever. But they do their own thing and I just stay focused on like, you have to take advantage now and take care of yourself. This is your moment. He's giving you space. So whether it's rest, eat, shower, whatever, focus on you. Stop thinking about them. So I'm fine with it. And their relationship is getting better. I mentioned this a long time ago, and he talked about this a lot when he was on the podcast. But like, she's mean to him. Sometimes in the morning, like if she wakes up and he goes into her room first, she's like, no te quiero, papá. And he's like, wow, good morning. And it sucks because he's such a like, cariñoso, like, hola, buenos días, whatever. And she's like, no te quiero, donde esta mamá? But then after that, I'll come in and I'll be like, mama, listen, that's not nice. I have to reset with her all the time. Like, that's not nice. I sit eye level with her and I explain, there's no need for this. And then she'll be like, okay. And then she'll run to him, arms open, give him a hug with her eyes closed, give him a kiss on the cheek. And she's like, te amo, papa. And like, it's all fine, right? She's a little, she's a little mean. Oh, tough cookie. Yeah. Well, she's mean. <laughs> We're going through it, you know, but back to like celebrating the wins. Yes. She's healthy. She's in a good mood. And she's been sleeping great, which I really need. Yeah. I'm tired because I have to stay up and do stuff for work, but like whatever. She's sleeping, which is great. I definitely think the physical aspect of it pushes you to that emotional yeah, 100%. breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you being sick, but at least for me, I think either four is going to like a growing spur or I don't know what it is. He's a great sleeper. But lately, he's just been like sometimes, I mean, it's been like, again, in the grand scheme of things, I'm mean like once every, you know, three weeks, a month, mm-hmm, once a month that mm-hmm. like he does it. It really pushes me to like, it throws me off completely. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I should have just had like maybe like two of these nights lately where he like will randomly get up crying um, and I'll go into his room because he sleeps in his little crib. It used to be able to rock him and put him back to sleep and then mm-hmm. go back to like either sleeping or whatever whatever I was doing, depending on the time. But now he like, he realizes it's me. He's like pointing at the door. He's like, uh-uh, ma, ma, like to go out into my room, wants to watch TV. It turns it into like a two or three hour middle of the night, you know, yeah. fiesta. When that happens, I find myself like, like, I don't know if it's like the dark, the nighttime, I'm tired, I want to sleep. You know, I'm a huge on sleep. It's non-negotiable. I got mm-hmm. my eight hours of sleep. I like to be in bed early. I don't, you know. Um, so I think when I have those nights, it just like, it pushes me to like kind of reflect on like, oh my God, it's just like, I'm so tired. And you know, and you yeah, have like those and, and moments. You know, back up with you, right. which is really so hard. It's a reminder of like. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's tough. It's tough. Like, again, I don't like to complain, but like. I think like in those moments that I get like, like I never wanted to be a single mom. Right. And even though my my friends were married, like oh they don't really do much anyway. But it's like no, no, in, no. in those moments the, you need the, like an no. extra pair. But like it, even if someone's there, it makes a difference <laughs> whether you're pissed at them or not. I mean, yeah, in my even in my like, case, I, mean, I, I have a two yeah. I have a two floor um house. Like even yeah. she's just like in the middle of the night, like I want to feed him milk to like help to him go, go to downstairs sleep. by yourself. I, like, I had to put him down. He's screaming because you know he of doesn't want to be alone. Then I have to go downstairs. I'm like, do I bring him down? He was thirty plus pounds now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big boy, so then like I fall in with the stairs. You know, I'm scared to fall down the stairs. And again, there's like little things which just like I just that's hard. That is not easy, and it's not something to be dismissive of. Like on a regular basis, again, I have a lot of help, and you know, I have in those 
I guess, critical moments. Those are very common. And we, I think mothers refer to them a lot as like moments of isolation where you feel very alone. And there's like pockets of this journey, whether you're married or not, whether you have a couple or not. There are many isolating moments in motherhood. Yeah, and I think for me, it's a combination of both, right? It's just like, it's emotional, but it's also physical. Like, there's physically yeah, yeah. no one here yeah, yeah, yeah. to kind of <laughs> yeah. go fetch up a little bottle for me. Um, anyway, so I think I've had a few of those nights and it's just like, but then I wake up in the morning and he's always in a great mood. You know, like once you get past those those hours, and again, it doesn't happen often, thank God. But when they do happen, you know, they become really... Um, I don't know, I turn them for some reason into like these deep moments of reflection and like mm-hmm. reality checks. And it- That's what the middle of the night does though. I know. It's- <laughs> so actually the other day I woke up to an email. So I get a newsletter from the New York Times and it has like, a, it's like a parenting newsletter. And there was an article, I think it was this week, about momsomnia. And I was like, I read the whole thing and I'm like, this is me. Two things that really stood out to me about the article. One of them was about how like once your child starts sleeping through the night, whenever that happens for you, you still like it takes a while for you to stop sleeping actively, which is like sleeping with like Like your ear there, pendiente or whatever to like any noise that they make. I still sleep very much. Like, I don't know if this is ever going to go away. My mother says that it went away when I left the house. I'm like, that's great (laughs) Um, for her. There's this thing of like, any sound she makes, I'm immediately like, okay, is she fine? Yeah, okay. But I'm sleeping, quote unquote. I know. I feel like I'm a great sleeper, but I, <laughs> it's hard for me to ever, I'm scared to go into a deep sleep mm-hmm. because I'm alone with the baby. And if something happens, like yeah. no one else is going to hear him. So, you know, I've learned now that he's older. Now he's older. Nothing's going to happen. He's mm-hmm. safe in his crib. He's fine, you know. But there's other, better I, yeah, rest. there's always like but, random things in your head, right? And then the second part is that they were talking about how another part and a contributor to momsomnia is the fact that we are so exhausted of like evaluating all kinds of risks on every decision that we make with them, especially for the last like year and a half with relation to like COVID and stuff. Every single day you're evaluating, okay, like I'm going to start doing this or we're going to do that or we're going to take this class or what if we take this class, who's in that class? How many kids are in that class? Like it's a constant thing. So in the middle of the night, I find myself lately just like thinking about all of these different things and like am I doing enough of this for her am I doing enough of that for her like oh maybe you know Victoria's not in school so she does she have enough entertainment to keep her engaged and developing it's like this in your head what do you do what what do you do proactively Karen to I guess either disconnect or kind of stay grounded or so I've started taking Pilates with an instructor actually a mom neighbor has a studio in her house she built like a, a Pilates studio in her house And Pilates, since it's one-on-one with her, you have to be very focused in the moment. You have to be focused on your breathing. Similar to yoga in the sense that you have to be focused on your breathing and you have to be focused on your movements in every part of your body. And, you know, I've been going for like three weeks now and it's very helpful to keep me in the moment and avoid what I previously have read is called monkey brain, which is when your brain is just like popping from one thing to another or whatever while you're actively doing other things. I... Actually, like 10 years ago or so, I went through like a a really hard like psychological time um, where I was having some like panic attacks and different things. And part of my therapy was running. And the point of running in that phase of my life wasn't for just, oh, I want to be skinny or whatever. It actually wasn't about that at all. It was how long can I stay focused on what I'm doing? And at first it was two minutes, three minutes. I mean, the first time I went out and ran, I barely ran a mile, but that was how long I could stay focused on 
being in the moment. I remember I used to actually like look at like different markings on the floor or on the road and be like, okay, get to this mark, get to that mark, get to this mark, whatever. Well, and that's a very short. And eventually I got to the point where I was running five and a half miles. And they were very long runs and I was super focused the whole time. And that was like where I built that muscle in my head of uh, avoiding monkey brain. And I think now, 10 years later, motherhood turns your brain into this constant like, it's like a whole bunch of racquetball or yeah. tennis courts. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, you know, so Pilates, I think, has been really helpful. And then I'm, this one is not very healthy or whatever, but like mindless television, because sometimes I just want to decompress and watch something. And for me, mindless television is Law & Order SVU. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's obsessed. I'm super obsessed with it. But like, it's like a safe, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I mean, you guys find whatever zone, works for you, know? you, of course. Whatever. So I watch it and I know and I know the people and I'm like, okay. And it just helps me like stop and just unwind. For me, it's been prayer. Like I become, I mean, I've always been very religious, but I feel like now is my relationship with God has strengthened in terms of like my moment. And I make a commitment to have a moment to like reflect, either to read or to think about stuff or to pray or to have a conversation on a daily basis. Mm. And then and then going back to, you know, these tough nights, I think when you wake up like everything, right? When the sun comes out, yeah. literally, it's a celebration of like the blessings that we have. And it's just like being proactive about all that. And I know it's easier said than done, but I mean, I look at Ford and he's running and just the way he interacts with people and like everything he does. And I'm, I know, and I'm just so proud of him and I'm yeah. so proud of myself. Yeah. You know, and I, I yeah, always yeah, say, yeah. Like, I'm killing it. Like, yeah. you know, and I love being a mom and I, it's crucial for all of us to kind of take a moment and kind of like, you know, they're not, people are like, oh, every mom does it. Like, it happens all the time. It's not that uncommon, but nah, I think it is. We're, um, we're not we, you and me. We mothers are a, really another level of Yeah, like, and also like, I want to like give credit to my mom, right? So my mom was a single mom, my sister and I, and we never, ever even stopped to think about, is this tough on her? Like, how is she doing yeah. it? Like, how is she financially providing for us? Same. How is she... And again, there's a lot of things she missed. Yes, she was a mom that like will forget about. You have a school place. She wasn't there. She, like, she, you know, like little things. That, like I guess it's amazing how mature children are, even though you know at a very young age. Yes, you you understand. You know, they're very understanding. At least my sister and I were very understanding, and I don't think we have any major issues from like. Yeah, we're okay <laughs> from an absent mom. No, no. Uh, but I just wanted to celebrate her and thank her for for just making it seem so effortless. Mm-hmm. And again, like, I know this. A lot of people, you know, are single moms and they do it. Again, I have, you know, like Ford's dad is a great dad and he's involved and he's very helpful, but it's not not the same. The same. (laughs) It's not the same. But it's made me realize how how loving and how committed my mother was to just making it making us not worry about whatever she was worrying about. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's Mm -hmm. the point. Mm -hmm. And I hope my son never ever becomes, you know, I mean, I always want to be honest with him and transparent and, I, we're, and we'll be fine. But I'm saying I hope he also feels like he's in a loving, happy environment and mm-hmm. doesn't really ever become aware of like, if I'm ever struggling or stressing. Or, yeah, I mean, eventually there will be the point where he will be conscious enough to want to always make sure that you're okay, I think. But this is a natural feeling that all children or many children, ha- children meaning adult children, <laughs> like <laughs> <Us>. me, <laughs> like me, adult child, have, you know, like I worry about my mom all the time in under many different areas of her life. And when I do, she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, we're past this. Like, you can't not tell me to not worry about you. Yesterday, I was trying to do something and she was like, no, 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 no. She was all closed. And I go, mama, déjate querer. 
Like, I was so pissed. I'm like, come on, let me in. Let me help but your you. your mom is like a mom's mom. Right? Oh, she's the best. But yeah, also she's like, like, you Google mom and like, this is like... This is my mom's photo comes yes. out in Google. With yes. like a little, like her homemade meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a blanket. Like a she's perfect like, decorated house. Right. And But it's hard because sometimes, you know, she needs to fill her cup too. And she needs to be okay too. And she needs to be taken care of. And like, I know it's not my job or my responsibility but it's my honor to do that the other day I had like one of those days where like I got so much stuff done and you know, I love it when you know I had a very tight schedule so I remember I had like I think four had like swimming at 8 30 then he had like he was gonna go see a new because he has a birthmark that we his dad and I decided that we want to like laser it down so mm-hmm. that when he's older it could get worse so he doesn't have to deal with it when he's older so we're kind of taking care of it now the dermatologist sent us to another dermatologist and you know they throw words out there we're like oh we want to see if it's like if there's a cyst or if it, like how yeah. deep it is or like if it's so you're like oh you know every word you, you never want to yeah. hear in a conversation with your child's doctor so I was very nervous but you know she saw him she had to lace for him which was very painful and you know I had to step out but it was one of those things then I, like, I brought him back home then I had to get dressed for work then I had to take a meeting at the end of the day when I came home and I put him to bed I was like wow we got so much done and we did such a good job at it. it we yeah. did it you know mm-hmm. like we got everything was done there's some days where you don't get half of the things done but when when you do have those days, I think it's it's nice to kind of take a pause and look back and just be grateful, you know, and that's and usually... And on top of that, we have this podcast and we're like, oh my God, I have this idea for this, <laughs> this idea for that. And it's like 1130 at night and I'm like, we should be sleeping, <laughs> but it's good. The other day was National Podcast Day and I know you posted and then I ended up posting later on. But as I was thinking of what to write, because I struggle, so I'm like, oh, what do I write as a caption for this yeah. picture? I looked at Passion Project. And it was such a perfect definition for it. It's like something that really like, I mean, I'm going to read it because it's like, it's exactly what I feel like this project has been. And it's been such a like, put so much time into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get so much back from it. So it says a passion project is something you work on often outside of your chosen career path that gives you satisfaction, happiness, and puts you in a state of flow. Is what you do to escape it all, your tiny or huge contribution to the world. Yeah. Oh my God. That definition of motherish was what she just read. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we think we contribute like with our stories and, you know, with the experts that we have. It's I read like it in our, the messages, whether it's one message or a thousand messages. The second that one person gets something out of this that we're doing, like, that's it. It's worth it. The other day, our episode did not air like at stream, whatever, at the right time because um, we were late because of mom life because of me. Um, we were only a few hours late. Yeah, it was six hours because it usually comes out 6 a.m. on Wednesdays. It came out at noon. Literally, there was a DM being like, oh my God, I almost lost my shit when I saw that there wasn't a new episode. And I was like, wow, like, damn, I don't even listen to it at that early. <laughs> it is good. So we're so thankful for the community that we're building and and we hope we continue to grow and let's celebrate each other. I think today's episode is kind of like give yourself a little pat in the back, applaud yourself. And whenever you have those days, you're going to have struggles on a constant basis. And don't minimize also when you're having a tough time with something as simple as like the other day yeah. I was having such a hard time putting Ford in the car seat. I do this because again, I'm alone with the baby. So I put him in the, my seat. We play with the steering wheel as I put the AC because it's like 100 degrees in Miami so still. So hot. So I put the AC and while he's doing that, you know, eventually once the AC cools off, I go to the back and I put him in his car seat. Lately, he does not want to go to the back. He <laughs> wants to stay in the front, playing with the steering wheel, beeping. You know, and again, the older he gets, the bigger he gets, the harder he gets to do all these simple things. So it was tough. But then I got him in the car seat and we're on the way and Try putting a child in a car seat with a very poofy princess dress <laughs> with many layers of tulle. 
Okay. Thank you. Celebrate the wins. We are badass. Thank you. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene Spicy Pepper Sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa.